On my grave, I'm not going underneath. Uh, call it luck, I'm just getting what I reap. Should've died, angels kept me on my feet. That's why these demons gotta kill me in my sleep. On my grave, I'm not going underneath. I never go another window without heat. Gotta face it, just can't turn the other cheek. That's why these demons gotta kill me in my sleep. They know me very well. I ain't live no fairy tale. All the work that I put in, they know I ain't gonna tell. I keep it 100, cause all I know is real. I come from a line of hustlers, they only know the deal. They taught me how to move them quick and to play it slick. And to make sure that I watch out who I'm fucking with. Cause motherfuckers got the game fucked up. They telling no motherfuckers to get a time cut. Watch how I John them. I blindfold them, duct tape to hold them. They bodies are rolling, exposed in acid soaking. I'm popping pills and smoking, overdosing on hydrocodone. My story keeps unfolding, a prophecy growing. I'm overdosing, but I'm buried these snitches who scared of a conviction. Leaving the scene, but I'm leaving no witnesses. I just look at it like I'm saving somebody a sentence. My name won't be mentioned, so motherfucker, let's get it. I'm not going underneath. Uh, call it luck. I'm just getting what I reap. Uh, Should've died. Angels kept me on my feet. Uh, that's why these demons gotta kill me in my sleep. Uh, on my grave, I'm not going underneath. Uh, I never go another window without heat. Uh, gotta face it, just can't turn the other cheek. Uh, that's why these demons gotta kill me in my sleep. We're still summer square root, hated by the streets. Only objective is to chase loot on my own too. That's how I feel. Street life, full time, no intermittent. I ain't scared of a sitting accusation like glue. That sycamore blue is terror, hope and lose your roots. The truth, I leave my army through the fields. Ain't gonna send a pawns march through the blood spills. And joke here. Oh, hold on. Uh. <laughs> we are back. It is Monday, y'all. It, it is, is Monday. Monday, and Monday love is here. Hi, puppy. Oh, and there went ADHD oh. right out of the show and right out on the sidewalk. Gone. There she goes again. Gone. Look, I made him laugh. <laughs> she is on her way. <laughs> made him laugh. So everybody, welcome. It is another Monday love. We are rocking here at Wave One Media. It is a beautiful day here in Indianapolis. Absolutely. It's going, uh, 
It ah, has been. Yeah, God. I feel it feels like I haven't been here for a minute. It has been a minute. <sighs> <laughs> it's only one week. No, you missed. We missed you. I know. I was sad. Trust me. <laughs> the stress 4th. level I was in in the studio, I was <laughs> not happy. <laughs> but then we had July 4th, so that was. That's why it seems like. Uh-huh. Okay, okay, okay. My, yep. my, I, my days are all tore up and mixed up. But we know when Monday is. It is Monday. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes I think it's Monday when it's Man, Friday, when it's it Thursday. It's Monday every day for me. You work from home. It, it's, it's almost Monday every damn day because you really don't get a day off because you just kind of work every day. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So. Ah. Oh, other yes. than that. Everything been good? Everything has been great. Ah. Crazy busy. Work, work. Work, work, and then work. And work <sighs> somewhere. <laughs> I think that's the way now it that goes have, down. Now that I have a uh, phone that comes directly to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So That's fine. I, you know, uh, I don't really don't have a lot of the little extra stuff that I put out in the beginning of the show. Uh, it's kind of mid-season for the sports stuff, so I don't have a whole lot. You know, I will shout out to all the teams that went out, uh, went out to uh, Wisconsin, and they... Uh, it was Grand River Rumble. Uh, it was a great weekend. A lot of local studs went out there and wrestled hard. It was a great showing. Uh, big shout out to all the coaches that made their way from Indy. You know, the, a lot of these coaches will do these trips with these kids and they don't get paid. And it's because they're in there for the kids. So big kudos to all those coaches and programs that does great things with our kids and keeps our kids off the streets. Absolutely. So. Yep. That's what I got. So, yeah. Well, then, without further ado. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a good one tonight. Yeah, I absolutely. already feel it. Um, yeah, so, ladies and gentlemen, please meet our friend. Snowflake. Snowflake. Hey, Snowflake. Hey, how y'all doing? Good, man. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Chilling out here. It's a beautiful day down here in Virginia, too. Oh, I that bet is it is. beautiful. You up in the mountains, or are you kind of down in the... We're actually right at the foothill of the mountains. Um, you know, we're right on the Virginia Carolina line. Um, if we were coming out of Roanoke, you know, you'd slide right down the mountain, right past me. Uh, we're out here. I'll be well, actually, in Danville, Virginia. We're freezing today, which ain't far from. Pardon. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Uh, we were kind of, you kind of, you kind of froze up for a second, so we were just kind of. Oh my bad. No, you're good. Yeah, we're right here. We're we're right here, uh, Martin, like near Martinsville, Virginia, and it's okay. a big NASCAR track right there. No. Oh, okay. Any race, race fans may be um, familiar with that, and uh, um, Franklin County, uh, Franklin County Moonshine, um, the Frank Moonshine capital of the world, um, is right right up the road. Stones um, throw. There's no, there's been several uh, movies made about that place. That's cool. I know I've 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 uh, whitewater a few times down the New River right through there. Oh yeah, I, I've um I've went whitewater rafting um on the New River myself uh, out of West Virginia. Yeah, you know, coming in like yeah. through the uh, New River Gorge right there. Yeah, that's a good that's a good ride. Yeah, yeah, that's fun, man. We were talking about doing a trip maybe later on this year, trying to get some people together and and do like a. A snowflake, maybe a trip, or you know, even the Dirt Road Mafia trip, uh, get some people together and do something. 
not yeah, sure about man, that. Throw it out there, man. Monday Love might be able to make it on that one. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> um, before we get too far into it, do you have any shout-outs, shout-outs, plugs? How do we get a hold of you? Yeah. Um, really, uh, I do a lot of work through my label, uh, Dirt Row Mafia. Um, we have all, all my pages uh, are really those pages, the Dirt Row Mafia official um, Facebook page. You can find me there. Um, the Dirt Row Mafia official um, website at dirtrowmafiaofficial.com. Dirt um, it's under construction right now. And then my personal YouTube pages, um, you know, Snowflake. And be sure you spell my name correctly. It's S-N-O space F-L-A-K-E. Um, but you can find me everywhere streaming. Um, we just released a song today, uh, you know, in honor of doing this podcast with you, we released a song, uh, Drink Them Away. Um, Love it. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, I, it's, it's fun for me. Uh, my first couple releases, I wanted to release, um, I wanted to release just some guitar music and me singing and try and break the ice with, with the people. Um, so my first two songs, I didn't really have any rap in it. And um, then I, I've, uh, I released the last few with some rapping and we've done the Dirt Road Mafia anthem with me and Country Boy Blaze a couple weeks ago. Um, and that was that was a, a great song. I got to I got to use the guitar and, and play play the whole track out. And I sung the hook and, and then rapped in it. Um, and it was really like it's like the culmination of what I've been trying to do. Um, the stuff I'm doing now is different. I, I spent I spent 22 years um, rapping like other people wanted me to rap well i guess not the whole 22 years about 16 years rapping how other people wanted me to rap and i've spent the last uh six seven years of my life trying to create the music that i've been wanting to do myself and um it, it, it's great that now we're we're in a time where this country rap thing is really taking off you know and um it has it's a big avenue open for people like me um and as a matter of fact, I think it's, it's a great thing. And um, I don't know if anybody else recognizes it. But if you look around, um, I remember I remember 20 years ago, people talking about, oh, you got to you got to be uh, you, you got to already have a deal and be on the radio and doing this and that by by a certain age or whatever. There's a cutoff limit. And uh, what you notice now, people are talking about, you know, um, 40s the new 20 or you know whatever yeah, mm -hmm. yeah 40s the new 20 absolutely <laughs> i love that movement all right let's go you know ain't it though like look, look at us man um i'm i remember when i met my stepdad he was around my age man and he looked like a really old man you know and <laughs> here we are um you know as a society uh society as a whole we look we look younger we're acting younger um at older ages and i think there's a lot of people that are our age that still feel young and want to go out here and rock it out and, and have new music thrown at them oh for and, sure um, yeah and they they don't want to hear that young people stuff you know what i'm saying so i think i think we're at a good time absolutely you know, for yep. yep just the right culmination and absolutely yeah. And, and yeah. those who have paved the way before, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great. They 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 spread the the, the doors wide open for us, you know. Um, and you know, y'all y'all know like I do. It, it 
it goes way back. A lot of people act like it's new, but it really, it really does go way back. I mean, people tr have tried it over the years and, and, you know, in, in different ways. And then, you know, you have people like Outkast and, and, and uh, you know, a lot of the stuff that come out of, out of Texas, even, uh, you know, it, it, it was, it was leading the way to right here. And then, then you got, uh, you got people like us who, who grew up with all the influences, hip hop and country and everything, yeah, yeah. but putting it together, you know, and, uh, it was bound to happen. It was just bound to happen. You know? yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What's crazy is like right now we've got this surge of the country rap music, mm -hmm. but we also have a surge. And I know because, you know, I, I have more of a rock background, you know, I'm a rock right. vocalist and, and work with different rock bands and blues bands. And um, what I also notice is on the other side, there's also a metal, metal rap that is right. fallen yeah. very it, very kind of uh, similar, except it's a little more on the trap music. Mm -hmm. It is, uh, if it's done right, it is crazy, crazy dope. Yeah. But, but I think that's yeah. country rap too. If he, if it's done wrong, I mean, I think that's with any music. But yeah, yeah I think <laughs> um, I think it's interesting too uh, about that. And I think about this a lot. I was never a big Pantera fan. I probably should not say that on any kind of cast anywhere. Cause there are a lot of, Pantera for all my fans following, he is not uh, talking for me. This is Pantera but is God. I, Sorry. I, but, I will. But I, I, I'm joking. Yeah, I'm I have not been that big Pantera fan, but then, you know, I get to thinking about their music and that's mm. exactly what that was, was country metal. Right. So absolutely. Um, and then you 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 think about metal in itself, and I think about this often because my son is a metal player, and I used to be a metal player. I used to play death metal in high school. Okay. Um, but uh, my son is a metal player, and I think about this often because you will hear a lot of funk riffs in metal. It's just different effects put on it, right? Uh, yes. And, uh, my my son is uh he's a little funkier than he wants to make himself out to be. And I try and get him, I try and get him to join daddy and do some do some twangy stuff and he won't he won't get down with me. He, he wants to do he, he wants will. to be the next Steve Vai. I I'm he's, digging it, man. Has he got stuff out? <laughs> um he's working on some stuff right now. He does a lot of uh TikTok and stuff, Marcus Hensley uh okay. on TikTok. Mm. That's awesome. Definitely. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's cool, man. Sometimes. <laughs> See, like, okay, so like what you were saying, like Pantera, Pantera and stuff. Okay, so for me, I I was never a hardcore. I I I, I live. I could go in straight hardcore right in the middle and enjoy every part of it. I can't always on the scream or metal. I can't always do it on CD the whole time it's a little bit different. i'm like i gotta feel it like i gotta get in there and be like yes i'm mad with you brother let's do this raw i mean <laughs> it, it i have to have that feeling yeah. I, I can't always do that on the cds there might be tracks like i think like um probably uh, my favorite's more of like uh seven dust seven dust is a very very underrated band that got screwed over by a record label but you've got blues riffs the lead singer is like has this R and B soul sound to him, 
he just they they were on their on the top of the, they were heading big time and got screwed out by like a lot of labels and uh crazy enough they were able to make it out of it and keep going but it it knocked them down they were headlining big arenas to drop back to supporting acts and stuff but very underrated band yeah you know what i i like them a lot uh you know when they when they came out um oh, I, yeah. bands like that i i i haven't really kept up with mm-hmm. man but um like you said a lot of that stuff for me um it, it's a time and a place you know a certain time and a place you like to hear certain things um like man if i'm playing pool and you turn on some acdc thank you very much you know what i'm saying Hell yeah. uh, you know uh, so like it's just certain things you want when you're in certain places um and uh, absolutely man like you know what i i love to hear metal and uh, and i like it when i'm a little angry maybe or if i want to <laughs> clean the house or something um but when i'm at a show and i hear something hard and crunchy i really want there to be a mosh pit you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> Um, I want to do a couple shout outs real quick to people watching. Um, do you know a Daniel Balo? I don't. Baloo. This ain't snowflake. That's so flake. That so that fake. Says? Is he talking oh, shit? Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. Sure. It's all right. That ain't it's snowflake. Man. That's so fake. I was going to. What? Thanks, Daniel. Yeah. For, uh, you know, at least giving us numbers while you sit there and try to talk smack, I think. He right. might not be talking What's shit. What's up, Jason? Hey, Austin. Yes, workaholic. Country Boy Blaze. What's Catch up? Country Boy Blaze is in the house. What's up, man? Hey. Hi, Stacy. What's up, Blaze? Stacy, tell the girls what's up. Hello. Hey. What's hey, Boggin. What's up, Steve? MJ Ultra. So, um... <laughs> There you go. How old do you remember falling in love with music? Was it from a young age? Pardon me? Do you remember falling in love with music? Was it from a young young age? Oh, man. I'm going to tell you. Um, <laughs> I used to dance around the house uh, to Michael Jackson when I was a kid. I, I used to uh, moonwalk across the house. I grew up in Chicago, and um, you know, until I was about nine years old, and we had a lot of the old TV, so I was watching like the Jackson Five cartoon, and then you Hell know, yeah. I, I was getting that, and I was also getting the the you know younger uh, adult Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. um, who who was making some moves, and then I was a big Elvis fan, man. Like I was super big Elvis fan, and um, you know those were my two really big early influences that I can remember. And like, that was me in the house, um, moonwalking and, and shaking my hips and, and, uh, singing every word on Elvis's greatest hits and, um, you know, trying to hit them high notes and then, you know, moving on to like, uh, Smokey Robinson and the miracles and stuff like that. Listen to all that stuff at a young age with my, my grandparents and, and my parents, um, the Rolling Stones. I remember, you know, I remember dancing across the floor, uh, singing Mick Jagger, uh, you know, to the top of my lungs uh, and, and trying to do that routine, too. Um, I always had a lot of different musical influences. My granddaddy was a great uh, singer. He was an Italian man, and he would walk around the house singing Dean Martin songs and um, and sound just like him. And, and you know, it, it was um, it was a wild experience growing up, but everything I could I could 
get my hands on musically. I absorbed it. It didn't matter. And then, you know, you shoot, you're thinking it's, it's the uh, early 80s. And so uh, rap starts coming out, you know. We start getting hit off with with uh, Run DMC and Aerosmith already mixing it up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? From the very beginning. Um, and that stuff really, it really throws you, um, you know, as, as a child and see, Y'all, y'all are like me. Y'all grew up with all these influences, and and you know you like different stuff. Um, and I think it's hard for some of us who are really good, uh, great music lovers and love a lot of different music to understand how some people just can pick or pick or choose one thing. Um, but really, man, um, I think I think we grew up in a great time. I, I, there was a time in my life when I was a teenager that I only wanted to listen to '60s and '70s music. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to be, I just wanted to be a hippie. Yeah. And then um, I got kind of dark and wanted to just do metal. You know what I'm saying? Um, just phases of life, I guess. Yeah, you know, that was, a, um, I think, one of the big luxuries of being able to be, or able to listen to the airwaves between the 70s and 80s and things. Like, I, I try to explain, you know, my kids are like, well, I only want to listen to, Hip hop. Only one. It's like, man, back in the day, on the same station, you would have had Rolling Stones, AC/DC, to Stevie Wonder. I mean, mm-hmm. you had you, these stations were just so diverse and yeah. just full of just so much good music. And it's like, man, you guys cut yourself off being stuck in just one genre. What? What? Yep. What's like? There's good music. There, you know, not you know. I don't like that. Well, not every one of those guys are bad. You got to be exactly. open, and I, I try to teach my kids that, but it doesn't always portray, or it doesn't always click there. <laughs> they they do the sports though, so yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. You yes. know, uh, and there's also we know this to be true. There's fun songs that come in that people meant to be entertaining, and they get real poppy, and people catch on, and so people try to capitalize on it, uh-huh. and and then they'll build stuff that's a little. Um, you know, a little less like music and more like a commercial, and mm-hmm. and then sometimes it gets blown out of proportion, and people th- this breeds a bad taste. You know, everybody's trying to do the same thing, the cookie cutter type stuff. Um, a lot of rap music you'll see mumble rap and stuff. Like people just trying to do the same thing, and um, I, people people get lost on it, and then it allows um it allows a gap there for people who, who haven't been wanting to t- take a peek at some good stuff and be like, Oh, well, I don't like rap because I've heard all this other stuff. And like, um, for those of us who grew up and listened to, to hip hop and not rap, like listening to actual hip hop in the, in the eighties and nineties. Um, and, and then, then, you know, as it transferred over into to some rap and, and gangster rap and stuff, it was still lyrical and still had some substance and, and was telling a story. And it just seems like there's a lot of people just trying to capitalize on a hook and not saying too much in between the hook to draw people's attention away from the hook. Um, but, you know, we, we um, a lot of people don't have a chance to hear really good rap and hear the lyrics and understand the meaning behind them and, and follow the story. And, and, What's great about country rap, uh, I think, is it gives us a chance, man, because country music has always been about the story. Yeah. Always been. Rap music used to be, man, hip hop, hip hop 
was all about the story. It was all about a story. Yeah. You know, um, and and those songs that that come out like that, they they hit home. Uh, and 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 people love. Man, if you can if you can sit there for three and a half minutes and listen to a song and feel like you went to a movie theater. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's great, man. Um, Don't go chasing waterfalls. You know what I'm saying? That TLC. I can if I sit and listen. Actually, any TLC song. This is crazy. Any TLC song you sit and listen to, almost nearly any any one of them you sit listen to. You could you could think about it like a story, man, the whole yeah. way through it. Like, and 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 uh, that whole that whole generation of pop music, um, yeah. I think was a next level, man. I, I, you know, people underrate that whole time in music. Yes. Um, the nineties was was great, man. <laughs> Musically, the nineties is great. Like, really. Yep. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I by far. You know, I'm kind of glad we're kind of getting past that mumble rap <laughs> phase. Because, yeah. I, 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 yes. I mean, like you said, you know, you, back in the day, <clears throat> and a lot of people try to copy it, but it, it had meaning. It had it had a story. You know, you go, you listen to Tupac. Mm-hmm. That's a huge. Yeah. That's, I mean, all his stuff had passion. It had meaning. He had experience in it. He knew what he was talking about. It gave it, it gave it just more credit. It just, it was real. It made it more tangible. It made it where people was like, "Hell yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about," you know. Especially when he shot out with like Brenda got a baby. Yeah. But you know, everybody's what the oh my god, and this is real, y'all. This is happening. So, like, um, you know, everybody. Oh well, he was this and this and this. But at the end of the day, he was a hellified storyteller, using like, his his uh, hip hop skills. Mama, oh, joke from the day I heard "Dear Mama" to this day. Every time I hear the lyric, uh, you know, feels good putting money in your mailbox, I, 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 I get it. Like even, even the whole, the whole thing, you know, um, you know, my mom, my mom was addicted to drugs and alcohol. Um, you know what I'm saying? And, and there were times where, you know, I was selling drugs or even selling alcohol, you know, as a kid, I would run some bootleg, uh, and, I, I could help out. There was times she helped me out surely. Um, and, and she, she's better since, um, you know, in, in some cases and, and, uh, you know, but it did, it, it did feel good. Even though we were living a bad situation, you know what I'm saying? Right. It do, do, good things do feel good. And, and, um, when you hear those little, little moments in, in, in a piece of music, um, that maybe nobody else caught, maybe it didn't even mean nothing to nobody else. But it you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, just mess something between you and Tupac. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For a moment. Um, another thing I I, I wanted I want to stress because I did say something about um I wasn't a really big Pantera fan. I I want to I want to stress this, okay? And I want <laughs> I, I, find agreement on this at some point in some level of their own. Yo, people do have different opinions on music. And I don't like a lot of people that pe- that people think I should like or people think I would like. Um, but you know what? No one's opinion of music should ever matter. Because, right. like, yo, if, if I tell you, hey, I, I was never a big Pantera fan, the fact of the matter is Pantera's a really big band and they never needed Snowflake as a fan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, 
Right. It's not a real big problem. I'm sure they don't give a fuck either. You know what I'm saying? Play <laughs> snowflake like, who? <laughs> right. No. Um, I'm not a big snowflake fan, as a matter of fact. fact. You know? <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I, I get it. Just to clarify, but no, no, no. If you going back to the the moments that touch you within music, that's you know again that's between you and the artist, but um, and other people might have missed it, and it really touches you to the point that it alters something about you. You know that's that's the magical key is what's what's going to alter people's way of thinking or way of acting. What can I say? Right. And I and I think kind of falling back on a little bit um, one thing, and then we say this a lot um, with the way technology is now. Also, there's a lot of people that could put themselves out as an artist and do this, which is great. But there's the other hand. There's also too much oversaturation of. What, how do I say? It? I mean, because everybody listens, and I don't, I never dog anybody. But when you go to country rap and you start looking up country rap, and the first 20 people, it's like, Ugh. but then when you get yeah. in the, the, the meat and the actual stew and yeah. the real cats, it's really doing it's like, man, this is this is really fucking good. Yeah, but, but you gotta um, get and, and it's happening in every genre, but it's the technology. Yeah. You got a cell phone and you halfway know what the hell you're doing, you could put together something. It mm-hmm. might sound like shit, but when you're putting that out there saying, I'm the next country rap star, I'm the next hip-hop star, and just dropped it's the album first... off my cell phone. <laughs> right. Well, it's funny, and it's funny you say that, man, because um, for years and years, I have been on the outskirts of of rap music, uh, mm-hmm. and I have... I have done gangster rap and and legitly i i worked with a, a a gangster rap label that comes out of a really hard fucking neighborhood and, and we done some really hard stuff and um I, I i even ventured into christian rap when i started becoming um a, a grown man and changing some things about myself and i've had a, a, a my head above the water and seen the way the stairway to success but didn't want to take that move at that time because I didn't consider myself ready. And the stuff that I was hearing, that I was putting out, even though other people really liked it, it did not seem professional enough for me. And it didn't seem like anything I wanted to be doing. And I, the things people were telling me they wanted me to do, I didn't want to do. So, Are you overcritical of yourself? Pardon me? Are you overcritical of yourself? Like, No. Well, I, I don't think overcritical. But I think critical enough. Because... I wasn't hearing what I wanted to hear and, and I wasn't willing to put out something and keep it. I don't know if y'all are familiar with John, uh, John, uh, Michelle Biscat. Um, uh, he was a, a painter in New York. He kind of started like the graffiti movement. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, but there was a, a movie made about his life in the eighties. And um, there was a part in there where he asked his manager, um, you know, how do I get famous? He said, the manager said, it ain't hard to get famous. He said, it's hard to hold their, their attention because whatever you do, you, and to get your fame, you can't change it after that because then they'll look away from you. Mm-hmm. So you got to make sure you're being you. 
you're being the real you you're doing the you thing that you want to do and you're not you're you're not in a, in a state of evolution and as an artist i think for a long time i was in a state of evolution i'm a tattoo artist i'm a painter i'm, I'm a mu musician but i was also a father i my, my my first wife took off and left me with two kids um saying and um I, I stopped pretty much everything except trying trying to figure out how I was going to be a daddy. And and then I wanted Amen, to bro. hold on to these parts of myself that were music. And finally, man, when, when my kids started getting to the age where I knew they could take care of myself, and I was like, you know what? I don't believe everybody who says you're dead at 30 in the music business. I'm going to get up. I'm going to make the music that's in my head and I can look around me and I now know the artists to help me make it. I know the producers. I know the music because I've been in this game for a long time. I know the sound, you know, mm -hmm. so yeah. I heard it. We, I created it and then I put, put what I wanted out there. I think a lot of people aren't critical enough of themselves. Uh, going back to what you were saying a moment ago. Yeah. Um, really, it, you have to decide whether you're really an artist or whether you're just on an ego trip. Because if you can't hear the criticalness or you can't hear the 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 uh, gift advice on how to make your music better, um, then you're tripping, man. You're on an ego trip, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. I agree, man. Absolutely. But hey, you know what? Uh, we got we should holler on another different basis because uh, I was in a very similar situation with my kiddos, and I tried to keep <clears throat> uh, the movement of my band going. But to be a dad and to give it everything I had, I it it, it was hard, and it uh, eventually hurt us long term because you know. How can you be a dad? Even though I was one of the the main people that stayed consistent, me and my buddy, that that was the driving force. You know, it's you know when you're the main f person with these kids and you're the main provider and you're there. Um, it's hard to have. A it, it's hard to to go. Hey, we're yeah. going to go on a twenty city tour and and make it effective. Why? Oh shit! How am I going to get the kids to their practice? How am I going to get them to school while I'm gone. You know, I could get a couple days out of grandparents, but ugh. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, kudos, kudos for, for being a dad, uh, because I think there's not enough of us that actually sit there and do that these days. I mean, there are people out there, don't get me wrong, but there's a lot more that's like whatever. And they're gone out the door and it's, and it's not just a dad's it's mom's too. Um, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. uh, how, uh, usually kind of follows the the sick cycle of addiction is usually yeah. a lot of it but it's also um what <clears throat> what i call is a sick cycle carousel uh it's uh you know their parents did this and their parents did this and their parents so by the fourth fifth cycle it's not really that big of a deal that i'm not there in my kid's life because you know what dad grandpa great grandpa they none of them were there so how they expect to know what you should be doing with your kids. Yeah, it, it's rough, man, because society um, teaches us a lot of things when we go to school. But the one thing they don't teach us is how to cope with stress. Yeah. And um, I agree. That's true. And a lot mm. of times if your parents, if you had good parents, that meant they argue in, in private and you never seen an argument. So if you get into a relationship and there's an argument, you're like, oh, my gosh, what is this? 
Um, or if you've seen too much arguing you th- or, and fighting, you think any, any little argument or disagreement is going to lead to um, punching and, and such. You know what I'm saying? So um, there's no real open communication. Um, and everybody, everybody blankets abuse as, as the same thing. Um, you see a man holler at his old lady and give a dirty look and you just say like, oh my gosh, I bet he's beating the hell out of her or whatever. You know, we just kind of throw these things because nobody's honest anymore. No. But the truth is, what if we were just honest and we said, you know what, if you want to, uh, me and my wife, my current wife been together for 16 years, you know, 17 almost. And, um, she's helped me take care of the two kids that, um, you know, I have for my first marriage, we have a child together and I have another child, um, another relationship and um we've been through through hard hard stuff and and good stuff and 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 um man real hard stuff you know what i'm saying um but nobody talks about that stuff man nobody nobody says you know what you can really make it through like 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 really the worst stuff you can really make it through um and you know what we're coming back as a as a society to the old ways of thinking i think that's why this country rap thing's picking back up uh or picking up uh because look at everybody, man. We're coming back to the land. Mm-hmm. Uh, pe- people, more people all over are trying to to use the power of the earth. Uh, you know, whether it be growing, uh, you know, the crops and stuff, or or even solar power to to uh, do stuff around the house, or whatever. Uh, we got all kinds of uh, simple ways of living, man. We got chickens out here. We got all this. Um, but people are going back to old ways of thinking and we're getting together now. And we're talking about what works and what don't work like we used to before all the distractions. It's crazy, man, because I remember when Facebook first started becoming real popular, I was thinking, oh, man, this is going to lead to the destruction of the human race, right? Um, uh-huh. Like, <laughs> I mean, zombies. So, so distracted. But looky here, right? <laughs> look right here. Look at what we're doing. Yeah. This is, this is amazing. Um, oh yeah. You know, but Twelve years ago, uh, I, I was I, I would have never thought it, but here we are being able to have have a conversation and communicate and do positive things. Yes. You know, for years it was just so much negative distraction. Um, but you think with marijuana becoming legal everywhere, and yeah. most states it starts with you have to grow your own. So mm-hmm. a lot of people are getting into to growing uh, just to grow their weed, and then then they're finding out, hey man, I can grow. I can grow anything I like uh-huh. if I can grow wheat and, and, and <laughs> vegetables. And next thing you know, they want some chickens and a, and a four wheel drive pickup truck, <laughs> a big boot country girl and a jaw moonshine. <laughs> Speaking of no. Um, so you, uh, you released a song today. <gasps> yes. We haven't put it. We've been talking. Drink, right. Drink yes. them away. Let's, let, let's drink them let's away. Get that. Are let's you get okay that. if we play it? Yeah, yeah, please. All right, I definitely want to get it out there. Is this so. a video or is this the audio? This audio. It's just okay. Okay. Yep. We ready? Yep. Yeah, let's do it. For everybody that's just coming on, this is Bring them away. Argue about who's on first. You low and hearty clowns prove who did work. Before you poke your chest out, listen. My team need first every single mission. You the muscle lumber that walked off. 
What you think, boy? I fall off. Boy, walk some faith with the God who grounds me. Dirt road mafia pulled up around me. Yes, yeah, see, I see cause your wrist talk. Ain't no pimp in your game, I can tell by your walk. Didn't want me then, now sure lost. Dropping for the top till the wheels fall off. As long as you love me, it's no competition. Don't get me wrong, DRM, we winning. Shout out to my trucks, keep the wheels spinning. Hard working folks, crap for a living. Yeah. All these bills keep coming at me. Digging for my time. Sometimes it takes a whole bottle, baby, to drink them off of my mind. Tip the bottle, been known for blowing gas. Guilty pleasures are much better than to let the moment pass. Move on, throw out excuses, make all your dreaming lucid. It's hard to take you down when all emotions fluid. We life hacking, not exactly. We ain't living fancy, working hard, and we play hard round the Oakland fire cracking. Some be Cadillacing and cleaning shiny rims. All boots all made for working, man. We ain't rocking Tim's. If emotion's not the quotient, is there some kind of potion? Come here, pretty lady, let us sink into the ocean. Backflips in the sun, golden rays and bronze and lotion. talking about let's drink them away everybody that came in during that that was drink them away snowflake drop today drop today yes that is a new song um so i'm sorry go ahead no i said i did uh, oh. i just mentioned that is actually my um my label partner the, the guy who i'm in partners with on dirt road mafia record label uh randy josie that is his favorite song that i have recorded um, out of all the ones I've already released and the ones that I have to release um, that are already stacked, that is his very favorite out of all of them. So I, I appreciate the praise on it, guys. Hell yeah, that was awesome, Absolutely. man. I dig it. I dig it. And do make sure you tell Christy I said hi, okay? Hi, Christy. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought, I didn't want to be left out, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, man, that song right there, I'm going to tell you, um, I I wanted to write I wanted to, I wanted to write a song specifically uh, uh, a song about how I felt right now and I don't drink much but um, 
I do smoke a lot of bud, and I have been drinking a little bit more here lately because I got a lot of stresses, man. When you're building a business, and see, that's a, a lot of people we're talking about um, people popping their heads up, and you don't know, you don't know uh, who's doing what and and, yes. and to what level, and you end up sifting through some people who ain't really about their business is, is what it amounts to. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it, in, in doing this properly, you got to reach out to good musicians to create your, your music, whether you're reaching out to producers who can make the beats or whether, you know, you're reaching out to guys like me who can play in the studio, um, or whatever you're, you're, you're reaching out and you're paying different people. You're paying for mixes, you're paying for promotion in some cases, whatever you're paying for t-shirts, maybe getting like I did. So man, Top of that, I have one son that's not with me that support like so many men do. Um, you know, so that's a bill. You know, it's there, and so I, I really wanted to write a song that um, that really told man that like that's the only thing stressing me out ever it is a bill, whether it be uh, uh, you know for for an order we got coming in or whether it be be for the lights or whatever it is. And I think a lot of us are like that, man. Yeah. And um. You know, like we were talking about the stories, I like to I like to be able to tell talk about something that relates to people, man. I just don't want to be saying any random thing, you know, most of the time. Right. And I, I think that's where you know we were talking earlier. I think that's where a lot of the artists kind of lose that. They lose that connection to the the listeners, to their their target audience, really, because like you were saying, they they they'll have a cool hook and a cool beat. <laughs> But then there's there's no, you know it's like there's having no content. It, yeah, it's like, <clears throat> it's like having really two nice pieces of bread on the outside of the sandwich, but inside there it's nothing but a turd. <laughs> it's just mayonnaise. <laughs> you know, nice funny song is okay sometimes. You know, like yeah. like to hear about about throwing money around or whatever. It's okay sometimes when you, you're just in, in, in feeling that kind of mood. Some every every once in a while, everybody mm -hmm. feels. A little rich for some reason or another yeah. and we do stupid stuff and um sometimes <laughs> and just spend every bit of money we got just to feel good about ourselves whatever we got to do and sometimes those songs are okay but man i find myself when i'm hearing them songs about people's big cars and and expensive stuff dude i feel like i'm being made fun of you know what i'm saying yeah. um uh, and, and, and like a lot of that lifestyle i don't even care to have so like and i I have to defend myself when it's weird because I'm alone in the car listening to a song and I'm like, holy shit, I, I really have to defend myself to this guy on the radio for some reason or another. And then you just change the station, you feel a little better, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's, yeah. So you've but, been with um, PH3 Studios since April? Well, I, um, I was at the studio working uh, for a while. Um, the studio was really closed down. Um, kind of, it, it's in it's in a remodel stage and um, kind of redevelopment stage. I still work with the guys. Um, they're great guys, man. Um, Josh Rogers, uh, you know, uh, my buddy Body, he's down there. Uh, Tyler Green, um, you know, the great group of people. I got a few songs with them actually that I'll be releasing probably later on in the year. Um, we recorded them. Um at the end of last year. But like I said, there's some, there's some transition stuff right there yeah. um, going on with them. And it, it's a personal thing. We had, had some things going on. Uh, the, the studio got broke into and stuff like that. And oh. it's hard building back up since then. And um, 
we're trying to get some things right in that direction. However, um, I, I am working with Dirt Road Mafia. And like I, um, I was talking about earlier, Dirt Road Mafia is a record label, but only in the sense it's it's my record label um basically with my my partner randy he he wanted he wanted to go partners and turn into a record label and i was the first artist on it as a record label and we have one other artist currently who is odr um old dirt road chris lovell um you know he used to be with outlaw nation um but right now chris is in the hospital and he he's recovering from some um some infection in his back uh he's gonna be in till the end of august um as far as we know so um it's just me and him on the label right now but the thing about dirt road mafia that i really really want to talk about and this Mm -hmm. is important if there's any other artists out there dirt road mafia official on facebook is not just a record label we are really a promotion company for hip-hop and country rap our goal is to push this genre to the top. And like you were talking about, we're not just grabbing everybody. We, we love everybody and we support anybody trying to do their thing. Absolutely. But we are discerning in the music that we share out. And that is only because we want to grow this label. I mean, not, not the label, <clears throat> but the genre. We want to grow the genre. We want people to see there's actually really good musicians making really good music within this genre. And some of them are being overlooked because they don't have the money to push themselves out or they don't understand the promotion correctly enough to push themselves out. And, um, you know, it, it's great. It's really picked up. A lot of artists ha- have felt the movement and have, have jumped on board with the movement and realized what we're doing. We promote a lot of, of artists. Mm-hmm. And like I said, right now, I'm the only one with any releases. Me and Blaze done. Um, the Dirt Row Mafia anthem, which is a, a Dirt Row Mafia release, the first one, and I just released the second Dirt Row Mafia release today. So all the other music you see promoted on our pages, we make no money off of. We're just doing it for the love of this genre, and we really do. Dirt Road Mafia was started by Randy Josie, his wife Kelly Bowden, um, Steve-O Morgan, and Steve-O's late girlfriend jenna bug they 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 were on the dirt road partying listening to moonshine bandage music the lats um the sticks um moccasin creek sharing and, and sharing it out on facebook listening to all this good country rap demon jones they're from the county demon jones or something from jones county yeah and um you know demon jones is right there randy knows demon jones uh, uh, you know and and um I, you know, they I, need, I need an interview with him which one Demon. Oh, Demon Jones. I, <clears throat> yeah. I, 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 we have no affiliation with Demon. I, I'd like to go to a Demon Jones show. <laughs> Demon Jones. Hey, he's I would coming. like to go to Demon Jones show. He um, is but, so hard to get a hold of. <laughs> but um, Randy does know. Randy does know him. Um, you know, Randy he knew him when he, he was a kid. You know, um, remember him growing up around there. But Randy has this sincere love for this genre, man, like nobody else. Um. Man, this guy can sit and and tell you uh, everybody in the genre who's hitting on anything. And he, man, if he knows if he knows one of their songs, he knows all of their songs. And he has such a sincere love and, and passion for this this genre that um, it really struck a chord with me, man, as an artist. And I really I, I really wanted to help him, um, you know, to to take it bigger. And and then we started 
finding that other artists were very receptive of it. Um, Colt 45 from the Moonshine Bandits, um, man, he, he's become a great friend uh, to me and, and, and to the label. Um, our first release, as a matter of fact, is at 22,000 views right now in two weeks. And I know for some of the people that are on here, that's not a lot. But for, for me, you know, that was our first release on our record label, and it's only my third official release. Nice. Um, so awesome. Colt 45 actually picked that track up um, after I met him at his show and just struck up a conversation with him as a friend and a human being. Man, he listened to my music, and he really liked it, and he put it in a playlist, and, and here we are, you know, um, and it's gaining traction. And, um, you know, this is the thing. If you're if, if the artists are out there and you're trying to really do this and really keep you, you're trying to make a business, and you're trying to network amongst the, the rest of the guys out here, really trying to do something. Dirt Road Mafia is a place you can go. Dirt Road Mafia official on Facebook, on the web, you can go there. We'll help you out with that. But also, man, reach out because, like country rap, like the real guys who are really doing it. They're really a family, and they really all do care about the genre, and they really are all trying yeah. to grow the genre. You know, mm -hmm. there's a few out here who are afraid of competition and who like to try and. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of. Off. There's a lot of stabbing in there, though. <laughs> there is there definitely is some backstabbing, and it, which makes yeah. no sense because you know be the whole together. essence. Yeah, we should be working yeah. together. So we're yeah. getting we're getting to the end of our uh, hour, man, dude. That really flew by, man. Yeah, I really did. definitely enjoyed talking with you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, thank you. It was a pleasure, dude. I know we'll talk more in the future, dude. I I dig what you're doing. And we can we can definitely collab a lot more if you want to. Absolutely. Um, and and doing promotions and stuff. And anytime you release anything, tag let me, us know, and we'll Joe. share it on. We'll share it out on our platform as well. Yep. So uh, if you if you could real quick, if you can mute, we're gonna do a promo piece as soon as we go off air. Yeah. Oh, one so more one one more thing, guys. Well, hold on. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead. I have a I have a moonshine coming out. It's snowflakes chocolate covered strawberry moonshine. It's made Ooh. by Moonshine Mike five five nine out of California. Oh shit! Did you write that down? Yeah. <laughs> we want oh, that yes. sounds yummy. <laughs> so, hey, hang tight with us. We'll be really quick. Uh, but, uh, dude, again, thank you for such a great interview and yes, coming on you. to Monday Love and sharing your experiences, man. We definitely appreciate it, man. Yes, thank you so much. Was there anything that I didn't ask you that I should have asked you? No, man. I, honestly, I got some. I got just uh, watch my page, man. Uh, find me on Facebook, Snowflake S N O space F L. I got those coming up August, October, and um, we'll keep you posted on everything from there. Thank you. Absolutely, man. Awesome. Thanks again, brother. Thank Appreciate you, thank it. Thank you. And just hang out. We'll be right back. Wow, what a great interview. I didn't know it was an hour. I know. I looked up. I was like, oh, shit. I know. <laughs> yes. and, you know, they, that's when you know you got a good show going because it's just the communication and going back and things. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's this is that time of the hour where I got to use every bit of oxygen to talk about all these things that we want you to look at. So <clears throat> here we go. Woo. All right.
for all your podcast needs, make sure you get a hold here at with Wyatt at Wave One Media. He is killing it. He's got time slots where he got a great place right here on the circle, right on the glass. We got people coming by, making faces, showing us boobies. Well, maybe you not. Be here. <laughs> it's a great show. You never know what's going to happen. So make sure you get a hold of Wyatt here at Wave One Media. Now, all the graphics here you see, the logos, the shirts, the, the websites, the flyers every week. Get a hold of me at JK Multimedia Productions. I will take care of whatever media needs you need. There's not anything we can't do. I got a team of coders and website, web, the UI website designers. We got all kinds of things, man. Get a hold of us at JK Multimedia. We will make your dreams come true. There you go. And then, hey, I'm not just on the Monday Love Show anymore. It just keeps expanding. So <laughs> really, really soon, I've got a piece coming, and we will be going live. I've got six or I seven guests that. already scheduled. It's going to be great. The Boss Dog Show will be coming very, very soon. Dates and times will be flying out shortly. And then, you know, on Wednesday nights, you can see me on the Bleeding Edge podcast where we're talking about all the great Marvel universe and all the great things. You can find out what we, our experiences from this last Thor, Love and Thunder. Jesus, what an amazing piece of art. There you go. <sighs> <laughs> and then we got Miranda. We got networking, count, consulting, promotions, everything in between. Make sure to get a hold of Miranda. She reaches out. She talks to so many different promoters, managers, and uh, artists out there. Get a hold of Miranda. If you got an artist you want to see on the show, Hey, if you you, you want to be on the show, we've had we've had people reach out and want to be on the show. Go ahead and get a hold of us. We'll talk, and if it's a work fit, we'll get you on the show. We are currently on season three. This was yes. episode eleven. Episode eleven. Whew. Wow. Okay. Wow. I don't know if I've got any more oxygen for anything else. <laughs> Did I forget anything? No, you got it. All oh time. my God! Thank God. So, guys, make sure you check out Dirt Road Mafia. Dirt Road Mafia and Snowflake. Snowflake, S N O F space F L A K E. Snowflake, check him out. That's hit right. His, hit his YouTube. <laughs> hit his uh, hit his Spotify, Apple, whatever it may be. On all your podcast platforms. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, and yeah, so just keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> Don't fall off the stairs. Just keep on staying on the stairs. Remember, it could be just as worse for you. It could be a Monday every day for you, too. But you know what? You guys have all hated a Monday once or twice. So So let let Monday Monday love love you. you. See you guys.